0: This is the 105th Gray Cup on TSN 1050. Bo Levi Mitchell. The difference so far in this snowy, snowy Grey Cup Sunday in Ottawa, Ontario. Calgary Stampeders lead the way. Let's go down to their sideline. Here's Kate Patterson. Well, Rod, we know how important these iPads are for the players in making adjustments throughout the game. Right now, they are keeping them in plastic bags and they have an equipment guy assigned to those iPads and he's wiping them off as players need them. So snow a factor in the iPads as well. And another thing to note, Rob Maber just walked by me laughing and he said I got a little too close to the heater so he is not wearing fishnets but it uh, gives off that look he did burn they <laughs> oh, have done that I know what that feels like oh my it is such an incredible night in so many ways with the snow falling and I know Commissioner Randy Ambrosie talked yesterday about moving the Grey Cup up maybe a couple of weeks he even said October You know something? I love the fact that the weather sometimes plays into our national game. Exactly right. The elements. So the Argos will scrimmage now. Far hash mark. Long field here to begin the second quarter. It's second down and ten from their ten-yard line. They have the win, though. Ricky Ray called an audible. Now here's the rush. Ray standing in, going deep this time. He's got his man. It's caught. It's caught goes DeVere Posey. Posey looks like he's going to score. DeVere Posey scores. He dives in. Touchdown Argos. Are you kidding me? What a play. 100 yards. Ricky Ray to DeVere Posey. Slip sliding down the sideline and he looks like a kid in the end zone taken at the distance and the Argos strike back with the Ricky ball, the wow. deep ball, money ball second and 10 deep in your own end and he goes for the home run shot and I thought Tommy Campbell the corner he jumped and looked like he was going to pick it off and it it. went through his hands and into Posey's hands and he does the rest going down that sideline and then diving into the snow wow Lirim Hirelahu is going to kick the extra point which normally wouldn't mean much, but remember, it's 32 yards. Remember, it's the snow, but Lirim Hiralahu has not missed a convert all season, including last week. We just witnessed a Grey Cup record, longest pass reception in a Grey Cup game, surpassing Pat Woodcock from Anthony Calvillo in 2002. A 100-yard touchdown strike. Ricky Ray to Devere Posey I just jinxed Lirim Hiralahu. Because he just so he pushed it cover. left, and now Roy Finch could take it the distance for two, but he's not. He's going down. So it's a six-six ball game. I think everything's off the charts now in terms of strategy, including your point after. Well, and I think what you do now, right? You, you got to try it. They've tried it. And now they think, hey, listen, you know what? Probably go for two. Yeah. Now you got his probably thinking about going for two. How about that wow, response man, I, from the Toronto Argos? A CFL record. Davier Posey, and here's the thing: Posey slipped coming out of his route and then got back up and still was able to beat tommy campbell now i don't know on this replay he slips to the ground and he beats him inside and as the ball's being thrown he he just mistimed his jump it looks like it went right through his arms and then posey with great concentration to keep his eyes on that football and then dive into the end zone this is going to make the highlight reel it uh, didn't go through his hands it just got another replay it went it just about 6 inches past his fingertips we know the accuracy of Ricky Ray but man oh man is that a big play 7 touchdown catches for Devere Posey one last week in the Eastern Final if you watch the Grey Cup preview shows on TSN what an unbelievable story Devere Posey with an immune disorder when he was a child he was basically a bubble boy had to be kept up from any type of germs. And look at where he is now. Here he is in the biggest game of his life. And he loves playing in the snow, and obviously. He <laughs> loves playing. Malik like played at Ohio State for a while. And, of course, played in the NFL with the Houston Texans. Tavir Posey makes a difference. So does Kamar Jordan. And so it is a snow shootout so far couple of huge plays in the air something you might not expect on a night like this and the snow by the way is not subsiding well it's still and, falling. and the thing that's remarkable about that play as you go back to it is that posey fell so if you're a quarterback and all of a sudden you look out to that receiver and he's fallen you almost want to take your eyes off of him because you know he's no longer be a factor on the play but what great patience by ricky ray to stay with him and again is there anybody better throwing the deep ball i mean that is just a perfect arc spiral throw down the sidelines that's pretty to watch Old Man River just keeps rolling along Ricky Ray some have said it might be his last game I'm not convinced of that you and I chatted with him the other day here's Bo Levi Mitchell from the near hash throws to the far side and it's caught on first down and brought down on that far side once again is Davaris Daniels, who has been the most targeted guy. And Daniels' those yards after catch will produce a first down into Toronto territory. I mean, I think too the, res- the I think the re- I think the receivers are starting to realize this too. I mean, that's a, a, a the wide side out pattern by Daniels, but don't try to do anything after other than go north south. Don't try to deke somebody back inside. Just head north south, and try to get what you can. Domino's Pizza first down for the Stampeders. From the Argo 53, going right to left now, against the wind, Jerome Messum bashing forward, crashing forward, carries a couple of Argos and a couple of his own teammates. There's some fisticuffs thrown down there, no penalty flag. And we already see the temperature heat up in the cold. As Joel Messam takes his helmet off You gotta be careful, you can't take your helmet off all the time When you're out there That could also produce a penalty But he was just wiping the snow off Because he got buried there So it's going to be 2nd and 5, Julio For the Stampeders Now changing the play is goalie by Mitchell Nessim is right beside him. The Argos are showing a four-man rush. Might they bring a blitz? They do. There goes the football. Far side and out of bounds is Marquay McDaniel making the snag and moving the sticks. Uh, You said it. They came with blitz, but what great poise by the veteran Bo Levi Mitchell. Not rattled at all. He knew exactly where he was gonna go and there's his security blanket. Two and a half minutes into the second quarter here in the 105th Grey Cup in Ottawa. 6-6 ball game. Two touchdown receptions. Bo mitchell really good numbers so far. 8 of 11, 108 yards and a touchdown. And in the snow, Julio. In the snow from the 40, and he hands it off to Messam. Messam now rumbles, hurdles, first down. And Jerome Messam, the mess express. Oh, just feet, keep feeding him. You could see... He is playing with a purpose. And again, when you got a guy who's 250 pounds playing tailback, he's just going to take this handoff from Boley by Mitchell and head over the right side of that offensive line, and my goodness, you are not going to arm tackle him. If he gets to that second level, watch out. Two games against the Argos this year. Keep in mind, the Stamps beat them both occasions. 139 yards rushing for Messam. That's 15-yard gain. Five carries, 31 yards, so five... First and ten for the Toronto 25. Far hash. Mitchell. Slant pass. Caught by Daniels. And that's his fifth catch of this breakup game. Yeah, just a quick slant pattern. Again, when, when you're running the ball as effectively and you use that short passing game, that those linebackers have to step up because they know... Jerome is going to get the ball. And when you're running as effectively as Calgary is, they, they just have to respect that they're going to take that step up and it's going to clear a little bit more room for those receivers. Seven-yard pickup, second and three. They're inside the red zone, that mystical area inside the 20-yard line where the Calgary Stampeders have actually been last in the CFL this season in production percentage from here for touchdowns. Play action, though. Mitchell has time, goes over the middle, and he's got run the Canadian fullback down near the five-yard line big play to Cote wow this is again when you get into these situations Rob Cote the veteran seven catches for 52 yards and one touchdown coming into the game he see how he kind of slipped into that defense no one really paying much attention to him so he goes against the grain but again great protection for Bo Levi Mitchell for him to be able to find Cote downfield down near the Toronto Six, first and goal, five different receivers, Mitchell again, and now hands it off to Messam, he's a touchdown! Jerome Messam! Was there ever a doubt? Who was it? Over the left side of that offensive line, and man oh man, he just powers through the line of scrimmage and wasn't going to be denied did the panels say something about him this week <laughs> i think because yeah. they no, I, think, him I, I think i think he's still carrying last <laughs> week stuff this to this week and the calgary Stampeder's like that They're, he's unstoppable the immovable force you know well look i mean you, you've got linebackers that that he's dragging downfield with him if dwayne johnson's the rock jerome Messam's the boulder it's almost not fair you yeah, know being that size that fast that big And he's in the backfield again as they go for two. Seven plays, 67 yards. Eight up almost four minutes on the clock. Stampeders have a 12-6 lead, looking to make it 14-6. Mitchell back to pass, looking for two. Far side, looks good, has it! Tavares Daniels again. And now a 14-6 Calgary Stampeder lead. And who would have thought we would have had this air show? Well, what about that answer? Thank you very much. And now, Ricky Ray... It's yours, sir. There you go. What a game we've had already. Absolutely perfect Canadian night for perfect Canadian football. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup radio network. The 105th Grey Cup is on TSN 1050. to go before halftime at the 105th great cup here in ottawa the calgary stampede open up a 14-6 lead who would have thought we would have had this many points so far in this snow-covered field on this blizzardy night in late november let's go down to the argos sideline here's mike hogan Hogan. yeah thank you rod after that play it was uh, marcus ball and bear woods who came off the veterans talking you know, to one another then they kind of went their own ways and now bear woods is uh, looking over some of the plays that are being looked at on the uh, on the ipad it's uh it's a little quieter than it was down here about five minutes ago let's put it that way yeah okay. but just like the weather wait five minutes in this game yeah <laughs> i mean uh, they, they've got to you know hoagie i mean they got they got they got to find an answer for for jerome Messer because if they if he keeps going the way he's going it's going to be a long long after or excuse me long evening is it, Toronto. is it my imagination beyond the obvious that he's very tough to tackle does he look like he has extra well, traction he, right he, now well I mean because he knows where he's going and but the other problem too is that for a defensive player traction and getting yourself underneath you to wrap to wrap and then your feet get under you, you, you know he's the kind of guy that if you if he hits you up top you got you don't have your feet square to you he's going to run you right over well he has so far he's run right into the end zone so Jerome messham has made a difference but now the argos look to answer as they did earlier kick off down to Martinez jackson a little cut here and one back and the argos will scrimmage on the near hash mark near their 34 yard line the narrative all week has been ricky ray what he is able to do is this his last breakup game what do you think Julio? No, i mean i, I just don't I, I don't see it you know why 5,546 5, yards, 28 touchdowns. You, you said it. He, he's, he's rejuvenated himself. I mean, he, he's having fun again. Him and Mark Tressman obviously see eye to eye. He's been too competitive, and I think too, he's had some struggles in Toronto. He was hurt, and I think finally it's all coming together for him, and I just can't see him walking away, win or lose. The 38-year-old Ricky Ray in shotgun. Near hash line. Play action, good protection, over the top. And Green, a little too high for him, tipped it up but couldn't haul it in. Uh, he's frustrated with himself because I think he knows he should have had that. That had been a tough catch, but that's a that deep crossing route pattern. He's going to start to the quarterback's right. He's just going to come and run a dig pattern, which is at about 12 yards downfield. A little bit behind him, but we're used to seeing him make that catch. S.J. Green's made such a difference since coming over from Montreal last year. Lost a season because of an injured knee, basically a destroyed knee. He's been the comeback player of the year. Here's second down and 10 from the Argo 34. Ray drops back after shotgun. And that ball was knocked down. No whistle. Fumble football. Calgary looks like they might have it. Lucky Ray was going to throw his... Somebody got to his arm. Micah Johnson... Ricky Ray's trying to plead his case that it was an incomplete pass. Yeah, Tyler Holmes is on top of it But you're right. I think I might have been an incomplete pass So the Argos do reclaim the football and guess who? Micah Johnson Who's uh, had an absolutely incredible year nine sacks? Got his arm on Ricky Ray's throwing arm and ball was on the turf and remember, Ricky Ray has also yeah, struggled with a, a shoulder injury. And yeah, that those hurt. Those, yeah, those hurt. A challenge, really. So, Mark Tressman, is he going to. What is, uh, is. Is he challenging roughing the pass? Or Maybe that's what he's going to do. If he's challenging roughing the pass. I'll tell you what, Mark Tressman, I would never question anything Mark Tressman does. But this challenge, using this challenge right now. Yeah. And not saving it for later in the ball game could be hugely costly. Yeah, exactly. So we're uh, we're going to wait here for the call. Toronto is challenging that there was a legal contact on, on their receiver. receiver, number 10. We'll review the play. So oh. something like that, which would keep this drive going. But if you lose this, you lose your challenge, you lose a timeout, yada, yada, yada. But you might have been able to save this based on this game yeah, of field and position. position. And maybe he he just feels that it's so important right now, this juncture of the game. Yeah, that he, you know, he doesn't want to give the ball back to Calgary. Absolutely. We're going to step aside, wait for the challenge. CFL Command has it. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. 8:27 to go before halftime. Awaiting the verdict from CFL Command. Dave Foxcroft refereeing his first ever great cup game as head referee has been in his last five his dad of course a famous referee yes. inventor of the fox 40 whistle we're just waiting on the verdict from cfl command what do you think about this well game? i mean i it, it, it it's not as clear cut as i thought it was going to be armonte edwards who's running like a little bit of a double move and shaquille richardson the sam backer the nickelback you know i think sees him and, and kind of like you know leans his shoulder into him but I mean, I don't know if it's it's one of those those challenges that you're going to maybe regret. And I think all this is is Tressman saying to himself, "I need to slow down the momentum." After of the review, Peters. We have illegal contact, wow. Calgary, number thirty-five. That's a ten-yard penalty. To be a first down, Toronto. It, it is illegal so, contact, so but they win the challenge, and maybe pulled off a little momentum. And who knows? They may drop the field here, exactly. and it could be a great challenge. Yes. But it seems like the commonality right now for coaches is to hold that flag you, in this in this in this game oh, in a breakup. With these conditions, you're you're not now going to have a challenge going down going further. I mean that's that's a big gamble. But one that gives them a first down, it would have been a worse gamble had they got nothing out of that. And so Toronto's first Domino's Pizza first down of this breakup. first first down. Again they scored on that bomb from Ricky Ray to DeVere Posey. Ray now in shotgun. As posing in motion, will hand it off now little Razzle. Dazzle, flea flicker, back to Ray, he has to throw it away, and he goes flying as Jameer Thurman was right in his grill. He handed it off to James Wilder. Wilder flicked it back to Ricky Ray, but it was going nowhere. Yeah, they spied that perfectly. Well again, you see what see what the philosophy is? change of direction right you see the handoff as a defender you're going to start coming downhill and all of a sudden whoop you're going to get somebody screaming right past you so again change of direction both coaches recognizing that you know with these conditions they got to try to hit some big plays with it and that right there was well defended by the calgary stampede or d big second down one thing we've noticed: quarterbacks very difficult to roll back to go back ray though rolls back this time now fakes and now has to throw it away to the Calgary sideline once more and he got knocked down at the very last moment but he'll go back to the sideline so really when you think about it all they gained from that challenge Ten yards. was 10 yards it yeah. could go down as a wasted challenge we'll see what happens to the Toronto Argos but maybe at the same time he, what, Mark Tressman is thinking slow things slow down because, oh, and especially for them right he sees them rolling along with the conditions they are with a good kick you're still going to give them good field position so there, Hiralahu puts his foot into it. The snowflakes. The pitch goes dancing. Brought down near the 50-yard line. Pretty good starting point for the Calgary Stampeders who lead 14-6 here in Ottawa, Ontario. Here in the snowball, you're listening to the 105th Great Cup presented by Marks on the TSN Great Cup Radio Network. This is the 105th Grey Cup on TSN 1050. Welcome back to the 105th Grey Cup. Rod Black, Julio Caravada, Mike Hogan, Kate Petterson, our entire crew here, coast to coast to coast in Canada, around the world on Sirius XM. Canada Talks Channel 157. 14 to 6, the Calgary Stampeders lead the way in which has been... And entertaining and very interesting, not to mention bizarre first half. Well, and and it's great too, like in between (laughs) time, if if you saw this field and the amount of chaos that happens. All these people coming out with shovels. You got people who are shoveling the numbers. You got people who are shoveling the yard markers. Then you got two machines that are coming down doing the hash marks and the sidelines. It's just chaos all over the place. And I'm almost thinking right now, the way those hash marks are right now, I wonder if someone's gonna take advantage of that as far as being a receiver, because that's the clear area down the field. Bo Levi Mitchell shotgun near hash mark from his 45 yard line. Turns and hands it off up the gut once more. Why not, Jerome oh, Messer picking out. up five and six yards well, every single time, and they have no answer we for thirty-three. About, we talked about first down success, right? You're playing now into his, into that Calgary offense because you now give Bo, Bo Levi Mitchell those short little slants and hitches. He doesn't. He's not forced to wait for anything downfield. He can get rid of that ball quick, not allow the pressure to get to him. Bo Levi Mitchell, so much talked about this year, has already won. A great cup, of course, in 2014. Lost last year. Also lost in 2012. He played some mop-up duty in that loss to Toronto. There comes the blitz now from the edge. Mitchell. Oh! Oh! What a pass, but what a play on that far side by Rico Murray on the hit screen, which could have gone for a pick six. I, was, I, was, I got a little excited because I you thought... Almost, you almost jumped <laughs> out of the booth there. You all right? I saw Rico Murray read that as they swung Roy Finch to the wide side of the field. And the ball had a little bit of air. He recognized it and almost got underneath it. And a great job of tackling Finch just as he made that ta- or catch. Blitz was coming from Jermaine Gabriel. Supplied the pressure. Finch loses four or five yards. So it's third down and nine and a half. And Rob Maver is back. Maver's made a difference in this game. He's going to launch from his 35-yard line. And back to return this kick now is Martise Jackson. Jackson makes one miss, but then is dragged down near his 20-yard line. Almost. And again, good special teams play. And that's the first time we've seen Martise Jackson back. On the punt return unit. Yeah, he tried to take that ball. It was a well-kicked well, well kicked ball by Rob Maver. In between the numbers and the sidelines. And then what Martise Jackson tried to do was come all the way to the wide side of the field. And Calgary, he almost, he got through one, but he just couldn't get through the last one. Coming up on the Certainty Halftime Report, Lee and Matt will chat with Dave Naylor. They'll go through the highlights of the first half. Shania Twain will play in stadium here. Certainty, the pro's choice for top quality renovation products. Certainty Pro the way now, now do we have to give up our seats for that because i was kind of hoping that i because you know it's shania right illegally right downfield on a kick i'm not saying Number much. 23 calgary Ten-yard penalty. there might be a restraining order third down around shania oh, on me, just, or, <laughs> just, or all men <laughs> well maybe some members of our crew <laughs> so um, that's awesome so they're going to kick this again and Rob Maver's going back, so we'll have a yeah. reboot here, a penalty yeah. downfield, and a good call there. Now, Martise Jackson is going back, so they, they're yeah. going to gain the benefit here Absolutely. of another 10 yards. Yeah. Why wouldn't you in this, in this type of weather? And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, the thing about that last punt, too, Rob Maver had a little, not that it was a bad snap, but ball's cold, right? He got it into his hand, and he kind of fumbled a little bit. I almost want to you know wonder if you want to put a little bit more pressure on him. Well, we shall see. They line up now on the ball. Maver back here is 20 yard line i got to look at those those yard marks you can barely see them here with the snow falling still in ottawa here comes the snap now and this time he's going to kick this hoof this yeah. from the it's over his head. It's back. He may have to give up two. He boots it, but he kicks it through the end zone for two points. Ooh, Rob Maver, that went way over his head, and so that works out for the Toronto Argonauts, who will get the ball back after a kickoff. As Rob Maver punted, actually that was kind of a drop kick, well, he, but it was the other way through his end zone. Well, he, he doesn't get a chance on this. This that, that, that snap is over his head, and it just surprised me. They didn't have to... He, 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 the ball was at about the five yard line and he didn't even even try to pick it up and turn around and kick it he just automatically just turned and kicked it out of his end zone well probably the thinking is too you're against the wind you would probably boot it anyways and the field position you're going to give up a lot now how big is that penalty on Calgary in that first punt yep you're absolutely right and so now they will boot it back to the argos and it's a 14 8 game and don't you think julio in this game this beautiful game of canadian football where we have this thing called the rouge that single point that comes in every once in a while yeah. every point in this game is going to matter. count it's absolutely there's no question so mark Killam, the outstanding special teams coordinator for the calgary Stampeders, kind of shakes his head and now momentum with the Argos who before halftime could get a ball into the end zone here certainly 519 to go look where the returners are I mean you now got them at their own they're lined up at the 30 yard line so you know with any kind of decent return they're going to get this ball out to the 45 50 yard line So plenty of time with 5.19 left in the second quarter. Renee Paredes boots this from his 25. It's high up in the air, end over end. And it will be grabbed there by Martise Jackson, who runs right into a red and white wall and is going nowhere, but it's good field position for the Argos from near their 45-yard line. That was James Vaughters, who stood him up and put him down. And out comes Ricky Ray once more. In this game, that is being played essentially in a snow globe. Yeah, it is. It's just incredible. It, it just isn't and it. Has it, It's beautiful for us. I'm sure the players are probably thinking to themselves, "You got to be kidding me! Work all year to get to this point, and you know, some of these guys that are, are probably a little bit more tentative now because of the of the conditions." Ricky Ray, shotgun near hash mark, turns and hands it off and. James Wilder has been absolutely extinguished in this first half. Yeah, Brandon Smith was right there. They lost a couple of yards. Yeah, and that's a guy coming off the edge, right? Brandon Smith, the halfback, the veteran. His fifth great cup. Been in the league 10 years. And he reads that, comes downhill, and that is somebody that they haven't been able to get going is no. James Wilder Jr., who's been so good the back half of this season. Just four carries, nine yards. How about Ricky Ray? 4 of 10, 116 yards, and a touchdown. And All without that 100-yard that pass, just 3 of 9 and 16 yards. Passing down now. Back, he gets that snap from the shotgun. And he throws it. It's almost picked off. And the ball hawk in this first half has been number 56 for Calgary. Jameer Thurman, who knocked it down into the snow. And again, the Toronto Argonauts are going to have to kick this back to the Calgary Stampeders with 4.14 to go before halftime. And you got to think about that. That's Thurman, a weak side linebacker, who's covering Armonte Edwards, who's a slot back. So he's had a very, very good first half. Thurman has... Two returners back for the Stamps. Hiralahu off the side of his foot, it kind of looked like. Roy Finch on the near sideline, steps out gingerly near the Argo bench. Both of these teams on the same sideline here, facing towards the north, facing essentially towards Parliament Hill, the Peace Tower in this great city of Ottawa that has done an absolutely outstanding job of hosting the Grey Cup. Well, I mean, we we got here on Tuesday night, and usually this thing doesn't start getting going until Friday, Saturday i can tell you the vibe in this city right from day one has been absolutely fantastic they have embraced this thing it has been spectacular down at this stadium all the fans and everybody down here eating in the restaurants has just been absolutely fantastic and the best thing the mosaic of uniforms jerseys from all nine teams right across this great country so bowl levi mitchell four minutes to go before halftime has the ball near his 40 six point ball game has the ball slings it out right side long toss looks like about a five yard gain for Devaris Daniels again as Mitchell White is there to push him back they're going to spot it near the 44-yard line, a pickup of about 4 to 5 yards. I thought we were going to get a flag there because it looked like there was a couple of receivers that had passed the line of scrimmage Stam- before that, st- that snap had taken place. Julio Stamsko, no huddle, quickly to the line. Argos barely got their substitution here. Mitchell now directs traffic. Messon beside him, three receivers to his right far hash mark, two receivers inside Tavares Daniels has been the Argo killer so far, Kamar Jordan also has a touchdown, now a little bubble screen one handed catch, but going nowhere Markway McDaniel out of the backfield Enrico Murray is there, so again the Stamps will have to kick as we move towards that three minute warning I think they might have lost a couple of yards on that play that quick little hitter out to the quarterbacks right into the short side of the field and nothing there So it is the three-minute warning. Is this halftime? Is this first half flown? Wow, under the snow. Snowflakes still falling here in Ottawa. Three-minute warning issued to both sidelines. Calgary Stampeders leading the Toronto Argonauts 14-8 here in the nation's capital. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup, presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. This is the 105th Grey Cup on TSN 1050. Calgary. West division champions leading the east division champion Toronto Argonauts 14-8 in the 105th breakup every first down in tonight's game presented by Domino's Pizza. Hungry? Don't miss a second of the action. Now you can place your Domino's order on your Apple Watch. It's as easy as order, track, watch, download the Domino's Pizza app today. We'll be closer to halftime. Three minutes dead on. And an opportunity here again for the Argos to get the football back. As Rob Maver, remember last time that he lined up here, going well, right to left. The ball went high from Pierre-Luc Carron, their long snapper, and they ended up with two. Artis Jackson is back. Let's see what this snap is like. I'm sure, they worked on it on the sideline. It's a little high as well, but he gathers it in, puts his right foot into it, wobbles down near the 25-yard line for Jackson, who cuts back to the far side and only has six or seven yards martice jackson is a dangerous returner but the argos punt return game has not induced many elicited many yards this season yeah i mean it's just it's, you, you have to give credit to this you know the calgary stampede special teams you know i mean they they're just so disciplined uh you know getting down, staying in their lanes. So they've only given up 100 yards in returns once this year. So, you know, they, they just very disciplined. They do their jobs. They don't get out of their lanes. And if you do that, it's when you get in trouble as guys start to try to do too much, and they start trying to get in at the returner, and a guy beats it to the outside. There's no contain, and away he goes. So the Argos, who have only really had one big play in this ball game, and the Stampeders just one defensive lapse, that 100-yard touchdown to Devere Posey. Ricky Ray turns to the near side to Armani Edwards with his first catch and Edwards only has maybe three or four yards It's up near the 36 yard line. The Stamps hold them here. They'll get the ball back again This Calgary Stampeder defense comes in as advertised. Yeah, absolutely number one in so many categories Passing yards they only give up 254 yards yards in a game 314 all number one and most importantly they only give up 19 and a half points a game So they have been dynamite all year long, and they're a big, big reason why they're in this football game. Yeah, they're front seven, anchored by Alex Singleton in the middle, and Charleston Hughes on the edge. They line it up. They show blitz here. They bring one from the side. Ricky Ray's in trouble, and he's going down. Ricky Ray is sacked by Jameer Thurman, who right now has to be the candidate in the first half for the defensive player of this game. Oh, no question. He's had a knockdown. He's been all over the place with coverage and making tackles, and right there he gets a sack. Came off the edge, and, and any time you quarterback, you, if your offensive line think that you're going to be in between the tackles, he takes a drop back, and that's a bust. He's got a guy coming clean off the edge in Thurman, and that he's not going to, he doesn't have any time to react to that. Hirolahu, former Western Mustang, down to Roy Pitch, bobbles it near his forty, and tripped up as well. Could not get traction. Two minutes to go before halftime Bill uh, levi mitchell uh, will get a start at his 51 yard line and that was a pretty good punt right there by kirillahu because uh he backed up roy finch a little bit he's had a tough time turning the ball over off maver's done a nice job on the calgary side kirillahu's had a little bit of a tough time turning the ball over but that right there was his best attempt so the texas gunslinger Mitchell played in a high schooler on the Friday Night Lights in Katy, Texas. Of course, went to college to Southern Methodist and then Eastern Washington. Played in the Inferno, comes north, has already become what is looking like a future Hall of Famer. A very young career, a smooth operator near hash mark. First and ten goes Hitch again out to the far side and that time was looking for kamar jordan who already has a touchdown there's a late penalty flag and it might be against jordan for kicking that football absolutely i think kamar jordan had to be careful too there because that ball i know it looked like a forward pass from here but sometimes you never know yeah exactly you just don't want to take a chance on that but he's uh, he's frustrated with himself and the ball bounces in After front of him. the play objectionable conduct calgary number 88 10-yard penalty second down yeah this is now These are one of these situations now you got a minute and 56 seconds left now you've got calgary exactly where you want them they're second and 20. they allowed them earlier on when on one of their touchdown drives to convert on second and 15 you have to keep them down here if you're going to get you're going to get the football back with pretty decent field position and some time left on the clock you can allow a conversion here near marsh near hash mark mitchell shotgun standing near his 35 yard line Marquay McDaniel in motion, looking that way now, going that way now, and over the top, but not even close to the first down marker. So Bear Woods, all over Marquay McDaniel. Bear Woods, also a motivated guy here in this Grey Cup game, came from Montreal, part of the Jim Pop regime, of course, was basically cast away by the Montreal Alouettes. You don't think that the man in the dreads has something to play for in this game? Absolutely right. That's uh, you know, and and for some of those guys, right, that's huge, huge motivation. You, You you talk about motivation. look at a guy like S.J. Green as well, right? How everyone thought his career was over and to come back and play the way he has. 14-8 Calgary. Rob Maver again ready to boot this, pump this back to Martise Jackson against the wind. 1.35 to go before halftime. He angles it to the near side. Gathering it now is Jackson from his 20, and he slipped. And Martiz Jackson may be one of those players at halftime that might be thinking about changing some footwear. We've seen that a couple of times. Yeah, he just didn't get any footing as he caught it. He just went to explode straight ahead and just feet just slipped out from underneath him. But now, with a minute and 27 seconds left, Ricky Ray is going to make his way out onto the field. Well, the Argos again just that 100-yard explosion that touchdown play and really nothing else Yeah, well 16 other plays and only 17 net yards man <laughs> Hey, you're but it's still bad, in the ball game. exactly right you're still in the ball game Hey, would you take even being down six in a great cup game going into halftime or potentially? Get it into field goal range and you know what Ricky Ray can do in 90 seconds. Here he goes accepts the shotgun goes over the top about six or seven yard completion this time to Armandi Edwards. Eight Calgary first downs, only three for the Toronto Argonauts. They get close there. Second down and two. They need to convert. We have not heard from. Yes, Anthony I, Coombs. I, yeah. Maybe a little crossing pattern, something out of the backfield. They love that scat back option. We have not heard from the former University of Manitoba Bison, who lost eight games this season with a broken collarbone. He's in motion this time. They will turn and hand it off to James Wilder, and Wilder again is swarmed and brought down for a loss. And James Wilder is absolutely going nowhere again. Alex Singleton in on the tackle. Well, they're just getting such great push up front that there is just nothing there for Wilder. They're going to try to go over the right side, but they're just getting beat at the line of scrimmage. And, And when you do that... Your, your running back does not have a chance. Singleton, Jagera Davis in on the tackle. And back and forth, this is like a tennis game, ping well, pong yeah. here. Back and forth when you think that you might have the football heading into halftime. The Argos are kicking it back to the Stamps. Left to right this time, Liram Hairulahu. Will kick it back with the wind. And the Stamps are going to get very good field position here. Hairulahu. Floating kick. Right side and Roy Finch. Out of bounds. Nicely done by who Gets that ball up in the air. Good distance and out of bounds. Boy, Finch gathered that ball, touched that ball. Yeah, it had it, had it better not to do exactly. that. I was just thinking that, too. He should have just let it go, and it would have been a penalty. It would have been a penalty. The ball has to, cannot leave the field of play in the air on a punt between the 20s. James Wilder, five carries, seven yards. James Wilder told us something you know that might have been a precursor earlier this week about the snow he had never played in snow earlier this week his dad's here former all pro running back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we'll see if James Wilder can get it going for the Argos now it's Bo Levi Mitchell hands it off to the Brampton bus and Jerome Messam dives forward and Carves his way past the midfield stripe or near the midfield stripe. He's going to have a gain of six yards. It'll be second and four with 35 to go before halftime. Stampeders line up again. No huddle. him beside. Bo Levi Mitchell to his right. Mitchell with that black helmet with the white horse on it. Takes the direct stamp and goes over the top once more. It's a first down. Go. It is a fumble football. The Argos might have it. No, they do not. Wow. The Calgary Stampeders are able Able to hang on here as Jawan Preskerson made the catch, had a couple of yards, fumbled the football. He was the only stamp with about five Argos around him and was able to scoop it up. How did he get that back? There was four Argos there and he was on the ground. Wasio oh, my. Ansa. Ansa got beat over the It over Knocked it out. Watch him punch this football as we take a look at the video replay. Punch it out and Breskison fumbles and the Argos can't get to, you know what it looks like kids yes. on a Snow Hill <laughs> he you're was. trying to be having a snowball fight and yeah, he's down on the ground too who's who is does a great job getting that ball back my goodness that would have been a huge play here with I know only about 30 seconds left in the half but my goodness He's been great hustle a force. Yeah, who's Ansa has been so good has been injured many of the Argos this season as a matter of fact Have spent time on the DL and chatting with Mark Trestman the other day about everyone getting healthy He said hey we plug and play. That's what you do in football Who's Ansa goes to the sideline looks like he's okay We'll try to get an update from Hogan. 20 seconds to go first and ten from the Argo 50-yard line They'd have to get it probably 30 yards into field goal range because the wind is fierce. Mitchell goes over the top, rears back, and he has his man, and once again it's Kamar Jordan who makes the catch, hauls it in near the 35-yard line. They could probably kick from here if they need to. It's enough for Renee Paredes, who's got a big leg, but it's still, again, against the wind. And he's going to just try to get a few more yards, get a little bit closer for him. 12 seconds, 11 seconds. Bo Levi Mitchell will hand it off to his security blanket. Jerome Messam who puts it right in the middle of the field for Rene Paredes who on the final play of this first half in the snow in Ottawa will attempt a field goal and so now his holder comes out. Andrew Buckley is trying to clear some snow away. Bo Levi Mitchell also clearing some snow away and they'll do that right near the 38-yard line. 38 that's going to feel like about 50. Well, the other thing that Buckley has to worry about as the holder, if he's out there with his hands trying to clean it off, now your hands are all wet. And don't forget, Martise Jackson is back in the end zone on a miss. So with no time left, here it is. The snap, the hold, the kick by Renee Paredes. It's right down Main Street, and it is good! And the Calgary Stampeders move the ball in the final minute into field goal range. They strike early with Kamar Jordan. The Argos strike back with Devere Posey. And it's 17-8, Calgary at the half here at the 105th Grey Cup game.